Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch, and I'm here with... Alex. Hello. I'm here with a very, very hungover Alex. Actually. You're hungover as well. But I'm more ganky than you are. Because you're used to it, that's why. Because I'm used to it. Because you're used to going out till three o'clock in the morning. All right, well, first of all, let's roll that intro. <clears throat> so we went to uh, Hiroshima. Uh, we were there doing some, uh, at like, shooting a video of, you know, these people talking about sake and stuff like that. Because yes. they have, like, this very special sake there. It's like a promotional piece. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you and I decided to go out after that. And we did. And uh, it was like, do we go home or do we keep drinking? And I think every single time in the end was just like, yes. Let's go to some more bars. And so, like, yeah. uh, there's uh, there was quite a lot of ingestion of alcohol yesterday. Yeah, and then ramen at the end, so that's all good. That's why I sound absolutely god awful this morning. Well, it's, it's your, it's your, it's your pretty voice. It's your pretty voice. It's my TV voice. But the the most amazing thing about um, our trip to Hiroshima was when we were sitting there filming. It's like you sat across two, let's just call them guide like people. Yeah, right? they're like mm-hmm. they're trying to PR the region, and one of the guides just goes, "You know what, Alex? When people think of Hiroshima, they think of the A bomb." <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, what are you saying, lady? What she wanted to say, she she fucked up her English. What she wanted to say, she, she think of the the Peace Museum, yeah, yeah and the yeah. dome, and yeah. she's thinking like that. There's more to Hiroshima than just that. But the way that she said it was just like, oh my god, cut. <laughs> just like, she goes, all kinds of people can drink this sake, even ladies, even ladies. And she kept, she kept digging on ladies. Yeah, I was like, I know ladies who drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of a bomb, we got some news on this. Um, so critically acclaimed a a bomb mag. Manga Barefoot Gen uh, excerpts removed from Hiroshima school curriculum. So, sorry, not Gen Gen. There's this guy named Gen Barefoot Gen, and he's um. They have this. They have this. Um, what would you call it? Like moral education, mm-hmm. where they go over you know the effects of the war on the Japanese people and stuff like that. In, yeah, yeah, in in I think junior high school, mm-hmm. and they show them there's there's manga and stuff like that in the uh, in their textbook that teaches them like the hardships of after the war. Right. Right, so like basically the idea is like you know let's never have a, a war again. Let's always be a peaceful nation. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> so there's this excerpt. There's this part of that was this guy by the name of Barefoot Gen, which uh, was a guy named uh, which was uh, the series was written and illustrated by Hiroshima, Hiroshima native uh, Kenji Nakazawa, um, and he was six years old when the bomb was dropped, and and most of the people he knew did not survive, but he survived. Mm-hmm. And this is his like kind of his take on on his his you know recollection of what had happened after after that you know you know that that terrible day um but anyway taking his individual excerpts though the board feels that it may be difficult for young students to easily process making it hard to fully convey the hardships people were plunged into because of the war so it wasn't that the the board of education didn't like the you know talking about war and stuff like that it's just like this was kind of more of an artistic a little bit too confusing for the kids and let's Mm. make it more simple so that was removed and that's big news did your kids ever get any of this kind of education? I don't know. I have no idea. You have no idea. Then they brought homework back occasionally, and I kind of I, looked at it and thought, "Oh, that looks hard." I was sat there. I don't remember what the occasion was. I was sat there for something at your house. We were having dinner, and then like we had some wine, and then everybody's kind of a little bit tipsy. And your daughter comes over. She's like, "Can you help me with my homework?" And you send her to mom. And then mom's like, "I have no. Idea. It's like simple ass math." This is like junior high school math. Yeah. And you're like, nope, send it to mom. She's like, nope, comes to me. And I'm like, kind of lit up. And I'm like, let's have a look here. I can do history, philosophy, 
Can't. Anything with letters. Nothing with numbers. Not the numbers. I'm not good on the numbers. So I was pretty lit up and I was like, I think I'm doing this right. And I asked her the, the next time I saw her, I was like, how did that go? She's like, I got them all right. I was like, that's good. Good. Drunk Mitch did a good thing. I don't touch maths. No <laughs> need. See, already you got it wrong. It's not plural. Why do you guys do that, you Brits? Mathematics. Yeah, that's what the whole word. We just say math. Yeah, that's because... What? Speaking of math, Japanese in in hot water for bathwater bacteria, 3,700 times the limit. Jesus Christ, what's that? <laughs> Here we go. So, uh, yeah, I'll just read the whole thing. A century-old ryokan traditional inn in southwestern Japan has, uh, has only been changing its hot spring bathwater twice yearly. <laughs> Fucking hell. Leading to, I don't even know how to say this, legugilinola bacteria uh, levels as much as 3,700 times the, over the standard limits, uh, local officials said Friday. The di- I'm not going to say their name. Yeah, I'm going to say their name. The Daimaru Besso Inn in Chikushino, Fukuoka Prefecture, uh, which says on its website that its, uh, its past guests include Emperor Hirohito. Jesus. Has been not changing its uh, its bath. It's supposed to be changing the bath water once a week, but it's been doing it twice a year. According to the Fukuoka Prefectural Government, a case was brought to light after whatever bacteria was found to have caused an individual who had visited multiple locations, including Daimaru Besso, to fall ill. Mm. A local health office inspected the onsen in August, detecting the bath uh, area bacteria levels twice those allowed under the prefectural government ordinance. The end at that time maintained that it was appropriately replacing the water using chlorine for disinfection. It also reported that the prefectural government reported to the prefectural government in October that the bacteria levels were below the standards uh, based on its own test. Mm. But an inspection in November by the prefectural government came back with bacteria levels as much as 3,000 times the acceptable limit. That's a lot more than it should be. What do you think about Yokan baths? Uh, it onsen? depends on how clean they are. A lot of them, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, of course. So, you know, you're supposed to clean them a lot because you can get Legionnaire's disease, right? And all kinds of other nasty shit. From yeah, you can get like onsen. ringworm and all this other crap. Ew, ringworm yeah. as well. So, yeah, if it's clean, go for it. Okay. Um, the trick is, you see, when you get in the onsen is... Do like an old man and just get a, a bucket of water and just pour it on your dick and then <laughs> get in the bath like that. They don't wash the whole body like everybody else does. Like they're supposed to. No, they just literally dip the nuts in like a You ever see the guys, we get really adult here, you ever see the guys and they got a bush, so you can't actually see it, mm. but the balls are hanging out the bottom. So you, you just, <laughs> it's like a bush with balls on the bottom. As they're like, the old men just like walk around just like, yeah, usually it's like here next to my face when they're groaning and kind of rubbing themselves. Like that okay, too. so if you guys don't know this, when you do an, uh, an onsen, when you do it right, you walk in, there's like this line of showers and there's like seats. So you're supposed to sit your ass down, have yourself a little shower with the little hose. But like some of the uh, older guys will have, they will stand up yeah, next yeah. to you. So it's like right there, yeah. eye line with you. I'm going, Ugh. the bush and balls, themselves. the yeah. bush and balls. And anyway, so then after you wash yourself, then you go into the onsen bath, you're supposed to be clean, and then you have yourself a soak, and then you come back out, do a rinse off, and then get ready and leave. Well, a lot of people take a shortcut and just literally wash their todger and then get in. Todger. I thought you'd like that word. <laughs> but as you get older, the men start to care less and less about procedures. Yeah. Well, anyway, talking about old men, I've got something about diapers here, so let's talk about that. <laughs> Or nappies, as we call your, them in England. Your wife sent you a mail yesterday before we started drinking, and she said, I'm not changing your diapers. You don't yes. remember this? Oh, she did, yeah. You don't remember this? No, she tells me that all the time. She said, I'm not, so don't drink too much. Don't get yourself into, like, you know, don't brain damage yourself or something like that. Well, I'll just shit myself. It's fine. <laughs> 
So Japan recommends nurseries stop take-home practice for used diapers. So apparently, if you go to nursery facilities in some prefectures of Japan, you have to take home your soiled nappies. child's nappies. Well, yeah, they, the kids will come out from class and they got their little baggy. I don't presents. remember that. I'm pretty sure we didn't do that. And then they say, please throw this away at your house. It's a way for the kindergartens to save money on throwing away I can't stuff. remember if we did that or not. I'm pretty sure we didn't. Were you, like, around for your child, children? I'm a good parent. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I did loads of parenting. What did your children learn? I don't know. Did they, Did you have to throw away their nappies when they're kids? I don't remember. I can tell you their names, both of them. <laughs> I know which one's which. I know which one's which. And I, I know that they were born on a day at some point during the year. Not quite sure which day it was. <sighs> So a survey conducted in 2022 showed nearly 40% of 1,461 surveyed municipalities uh, that run daycare facilities were asking guardians to take home used diapers. Um, but yeah, they're going to stop doing it now, which is good. Well, basically, like, enough people complained. And it, there is, there's also, like, you know, sanitation concerns. You know, you don't want to have soiled nappies, like, coming home with you. No. So there's Well, there's only so much shit you can take, right? Before... You stop taking the shit. I don't know. Can um, you segue to your next story? What's your next story? It's about travelers. Okay, wait, wait. Let's let's do the serious stuff and then we do the fun stuff. Okay, so <clears throat> Japan to signal illegality of non-consensual sex in uh, crime rename. What now? So basically, they're deciding that rape, <clears throat> which uh, used to be, def well, is currently defined, but will be changing as like forcible, unconsensual sex with a audible and like, I don't know, an income stamps no. An audible income stamps no. I don't know. Like, they, they find it so narrowly. Right. That, like, you know, there's... And anyway, so they're redefining it. So there's, like, eight new things that fall under the law. Basically, like, if you pressure someone into having sex with you, or if you... Basically, it, it it's, it's the law is going to be closer to what we have in Europe, where it's, like, you actually have to say yes. Right. It's not an assumed yes with a maybe no. It's a you have to say yes. Yes means yes campaign. That they did in Sweden and stuff what, like that. Well, so basically, so that's the other side of the extreme. Like right before you you have your fun, right? Right before you do the di the ditty, yeah. You look at her in the eyes and say, "Do you consent to this action?" Oh my god! And then she incons. <laughs> what a joke! But uh, this is this is a serious matter. So uh, the latest revisions will change the requirements to making it difficult for the victim to form, express, or f fulfill the intent to not consent. So basically. This is good. I agree with this, and I think this is a, good, a step in the right direction. Um, so they're basically saying, like, if you if you know that you're using your strength or your position or your power to basically coax or force a person to do a, 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 sexual, a sexual act that they don't consent to or mm -hmm. that they have trouble not consenting to, that is also rape, which is good that they're redefining that law. Don't say anything. We're gonna I, go, I'm not going to. We're going to go to the next topic. I was just—I was nope. looking up in the air to think in my brain, but it's not feature film shine spotlight. This is also a horrible topic. Feature films shine spotlight on tragic death of disabled men. So this actually kind of—I didn't know about this until this story came out. And it's kind of annoying because I don't really like abusive policing. It's a thing of mine. Um, sometime around, so this 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 is a, a feature a documentary film was made about an incident that happened in 2007 so here we go sometime around 6 p.m on september 25th 2007 a 25 year old was riding his bicycle home from a workshop he had regular uh, regularly attended in saga prefecture uh, when police officers attempted to stop him thinking he had been acting suspiciously 
since Kenta, this is the person who the police stopped, had communication difficulties owing to his disability. He was highly autistic. The sound of the police's loud siren caused him to panic. He fled on his bicycle but crashed into a motorbike that had stopped for a red light. After Kenta stood up, five officers seized him and as he fiercely resisted and moaned in distress. His hands were cuffed behind his back and he still and he soon fell unconscious. He later died at the hospital he was taken to. Uh, acute cardiac cardiac arrest uh, was determined to be the cause of his death, but the documentary that this, uh, that this filmmaker that we're talking about made claims that the injuries were discovered all over his body following the incident. So basically, the police probably kicked his ass and mm. thus caused him to have cardiac arrest where he died in, in, a, in a hospital. When first questioned by a police officer over what happened, his father, Ta- uh, Takayuki, was asked whether his son had been drinking alcohol or taking illegal drugs. After Takayuki told the officer that his son was disabled, the, the officer appar- appeared shocked, he says, in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it, it later turned out during criminal trials that none of the officers at the scene noticed that Kenta had a disability. Only one of the officers involved in the incident faced any charges, but he was acquitted. Ruling uh, on criminal liabilities were finalized in 2012. Mm. So they made it, um, and the 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 point of the documentary was to to shed light that, and this is a, this is this is not a Japanese thing. This is a basically everywhere thing, especially in America, where police officers tend to bring more violence and more problems to a situation by escalating. Mm. And the de-escalation one, and also understanding that people have various needs. There's this there's this really horrible uh, story from America where a police officer pulled over an American who was deaf. Mm. And the police officer was shouting commands at this deaf person, but the deaf person couldn't understand him. And so the police officer goes and rips him out of the car and slams him onto the the trunk of his car out of frustration. Right. Really, really injuring this person. Later, it it came to light, this guy was deaf and couldn't understand anything. He was being yelled at him. Mm -hmm. So this is a life-threatening situation for this poor deaf guy because of this idiot officer who has no training. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened with these uh, officers in Japan, but apparently, you know, they didn't understand that people could have disabilities and wouldn't understand what they're doing and, and be resisting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so. The, hopefully, this documentary will will shed light on that. People will be, you know, you know, you know. I mean, the J- Japanese police don't tend to be that bad generally. They tend to they do the burrito thing. Have you ever seen that? The burrito thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, maybe you can find a picture, of Josh. But they do this burrito thing where, uh, if a person is acting in like aggravation or violently, mm-hmm. they all show up with mattresses. Oh, uh, right, and squeeze it, and yeah, squeeze yeah, in, yeah. and burrito them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I love that. I think that that's very good policing. As long as the guy doesn't have a weapon or anything, that's perfect. Like just burrito them, calm them down. <laughs> you know, you don't need to, everything doesn't need to be immediately nine times the, the, the escalation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, American police officers, you know, it's like, Wah! you know, you know, what is that? What was his name? The Wiley, what's that cartoon Looney Tunes character's name? The one with the, I don't know who you mean. He's always shooting his guns. Yeah. Yosemite Sam, that's his name. Right. American police officers are basically Yosemite Sam. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah, so yeah. bad. So uh, Japanese police officers are generally pretty good, but in this case, this is Inaka Prefecture. It's a countryside prefecture saga, yeah, yeah which yeah. I've ne- I refuse to go to because there's nothing there. And then... <laughs> We just Unbelievable. Passed, we just passed through it today on the Shinkan set. No one's going to give you any work from Saga now. I'm kidding. Saga, you're great. What is? Who would give me work in Saga? What is there to do there? I could find someone to give you work in Saga. They do Ika, Squid. Yeah. What else? Stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they do the balloon thing, the hot air balloon thing. Yeah, hot air balloons. That's about it. Other stuff. There's no more. There is. There's loads of stuff in Saga. Uh, so did you find the burrito thing, Josh? Uh, well, anyways, you guys at home, you can you can Google it. Wait, right. wait, no, wait. I got one more serious story. Let's do this one and then we go can ahead. Push. 
Man arrested for allegedly pulling down co-workers' pants at a, at a Japanese uh, company party. Allegedly. Now, now I thought this, this was kind of funny until I learned that... And this made me kind of question why I thought this. Mm-hmm. But then I learned that the gender of the person who was de-pantsed was a female, and I thought that this guy's a dick. Right. Why did, why did I do that? Someone pulled my pants down once at a party. Was it... Well, how did it go? I don't know. I just put them back on again. <laughs> The party was held at an Izakaya pub. It's not a thing. Izakaya means pub. Anyway, in, in, in whatever, Fukuoka, another Fukuoka, sorry. Uh, on the evening of February 4th, where a 27-year-old co-worker stood up to get a plate, the man reached from behind, allegedly pulled her pants down below her knees. So that's when I was like, ah, oh, that's fucked up. Don't do that. Um, which made me think, why do I think it's okay to de-pants a guy, but not a woman? Huh. It's kind of, maybe I'm being sexist. Focused. Yeah, got to think about this stuff. According to the police, between 10 and uh, between ten and 20 men and women were at the event. That's a really fuzzy number. The woman immediately condemned the man's behavior, but he and the other male co- co-workers laughed at her. She then fled to the bathroom. The woman said, and this is so Japanese, even though it was a, a saddening and embarrassing experience, I, I returned to my seat to avoid causing a, to avoid causing a scene. While I, I feared reprisal, I spoke with police because the man's actions were unforgivable. Right. So don't de-pants a girl. No, that's, that's not fucked up. Let's, well, don't de-pants people, but... Let's, let's just let's, not de-pants anyone, okay? I've never done something like that. Like, I don't do, like, let's get drunk and bully people. That's just not in me. Yeah, it wasn't bullying when they did it to me. It was more like singing karaoke and somebody undid my trousers and pulled them down. But How it, is that not bullying you? Well, it's a woman, so Speaking, I didn't mind. Oh. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. You have to think about these things. This is, this is just like sexism, I think. This is sexism. Is that sexism? Who's being sexist there? Is that me you, or you someone got, else? You got asked to sing a song last night by a group of cute girls in a bar. Yeah. And they're like, sing an English song. And he's like, all right. And then they just didn't ask us to sing a song. <laughs> well, because... What? You were terrible. You were better than I would have done. Yeah, but I had, I had a bit of a sore... You can hear it now. It's not my normal voice, so... I was impaired vocally. That was the weirdest experience. Sorry, I didn't get to this. So we walk into this bar we've never been to. It's just a bunch of girls. I found this bar because I looked at the sign and just had a good vibe from it. <laughs> it was on the fourth floor. Oh, God. Can we talk toilets? Let's talk toilets. <laughs> so um, I'm going to send you this, Josh. So we went to this pub in... Uh, it was an Irish pub yeah. in Hiroshima. And like I go to have a, a wee... And uh, the toilet situation there had to be photographed. There was no one in the toilet when I took this picture, so don't worry. I didn't, I didn't like... Uh, I took that photo. I went and took a better photo. I didn't like your photos. Fuck's sake. <laughs> but anyway, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching it on YouTube, basically, say the word. What word? Urinal. <laughs> These urinals or urinals if you're a normal person. No one says urinal. Where, like, they're, they were built in front of a window. So as you're having a wee on the fourth, sixth floor, whatever it was of this building, you're looking down on yeah. the people below. And we checked this because we went outside and looked and you could see two <laughs> dudes having a slash. It's quite good. But the only reason we went there is because we went to another bar beforehand and then said to the guy, do you recommend anywhere? And he goes, oh, there's this place where all the foreigners hang out. And we're like, and we're nope, like, let's go there. We're like, nope. <laughs> we're like, we're not going there. But then we thought, we thought about it. We're like, that might be fun. So we went there. <laughs> And they had good, uh, what was this, like potato wedges and chicken? I don't remember. I don't know. It's an Irish bar. All I remember was that the staff that worked there was like clearly Japanese or mixed. And he spoke with this Cockney accent. Have you seen Korean Billy on YouTube? Have you seen that? (laughs) Look up Korean Billy. It's like a Korean guy who tries to do like this effective. Stand up. Is it stand up? No, no. He does like a British accent. 
but he's Korean and it sounds really odd. But I think he sounded like him. Oh no, the guy, he just had this like cockney ass accent. I was just like, it like, I was just, whoa, where did you learn English? It's like, come in, good sirs. So <laughs> like, oh, walked in. What is <laughs> this guy? He me sir. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, it was called Molly's. Molly something or others, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Molly is a control a controlled substance in other parts of the world. I don't know about that. But anyway, uh, so so we went there, and that was not bad. But then we decided to keep going. And then I recommended us go to some place I found on the internet, and that was fun. But it was really, really cramped. Oh, yeah. So, right, many people yeah. There. so if we have COVID, we got it from there, for sure. Why are you talking about COVID now? I'm just saying. I'm not going to get that. It's for sure we got it from there. And then after that, I don't remember what was kind of fuzzy. And then we went to that karaoke bar that you found good vibes. Yes. And And then ramen. But anyway, that karaoke bar was crazy because it's like all these cute girls. And then there was the master. And I was just like, what's your game on this? Yeah. And he's married too. And I was all in an I was like, what's, what's, what you got going on? He was here? a good singer though, wasn't he? He was a good singer. The girls were good singers and they were all, they were all pretty young and they were like, what do you want us to sing? I was like, shit from my childhood. So I gave, I was like, I was like, can you sing like Wada Akiko? And they're like, sure. And they're like singing songs that my mom used to sing when I was a kid. I was like, sweet. This is cool. I just thought that was weird to be honest. But... I thought it was, I kind of, I had a fun time. And then yeah. I was like, they're like, what else? I was like, Misha. They're like, right on. It was great. Yeah. It was all stuff from the 90s. Well, it was a fun night, but now I feel like dog shit. Yeah, you woke up this morning and we went in the, in the hotel lobby. I was kind of humming songs from last night and you were like, oh God, I'm dead. <laughs> I was fine. See, I drink high quality alcohol in small amounts, but you drink low quality alcohol in voluminous amounts. Are, you, are you pissing on Suntory whiskey? Suntory whiskey and highballs. Anyway, oh. we did have, we did have uh, sake. Nihonshu, yeah. which is what we were doing the thing on. Yes. And th- at the first place. Yeah. And I you think... didn't lose your mind, so that's good. Because I only had one. Yeah. It's good. Just don't make fun of me. Anyway, continue. <laughs> All right. Why Japan has so many never travelers is the next piece of news we have here. So a surprisingly large number of Japanese say that travel is no longer a priority for them. A survey done last year by global intelligence company Morning Consult. That sounds trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the part that you want to pick up. Yeah. 35% of Japanese respondents said they were unwilling to travel again, the highest number of any country. Uh, so basically, Japanese people don't travel abroad. Um, and I wonder why. It says here, but I can't be bothered to read it. The, so. the reasons are they, they think it's, it takes too long they, and they don't have the time and it's expensive. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think money is the main issue, isn't it? And then It is now, for sure. Also, the kind of, I don't know, it seems like a pain in the ass, I guess, to go abroad. So in the 90s, when Japan was a bubble economy, uh, Vegas retooled itself to welcome scores and scores of Japanese tourists. Yeah, yeah. And like they, that's why they had the, the stereotypical image of like having brought like high-tech cameras from Japan and taking right. photos everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so... Then the bubble crashed, and then Vegas didn't have like a like a like a, a flavor of like an Asian country that was like coming in mass right. until the Chinese com- economy started taking off, and then the whole world was just accepting Chinese tourists all over the place. But anyway, since that time, uh, the Japanese foreign bound tourist in- industry dropping, yeah, just never rebounded. Area. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, people go to Hawaii and stuff like that a lot. But, but is Hawaii actually a foreign country? It's basically a little Japan. Yeah. It's... I mean, they, they have menus in Japanese. Right. I mean, it's like... Well, it's weird, isn't it? I think it's just a lack of worldliness, really, isn't it? 
Well, there's that. And there's also like, you know, they don't have confidence in speaking English. You know, if you go to Europe, you're obviously going to get pop, uh, uh, pickpocketed, right? Right. I mean, that's 100% true, right? No, not if, if you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're an idiot. <laughs> if you get pickpocketed in Europe, it's your own fault most of the time, right? It's your own fault. I had to, I had to retool myself when I went back to Vegas the other, last year. I was like, because I always just wear my backpack on my back right. with my wallet in the front pocket. Right. And I was like, oh, wait, people are bad here. Like put my back in front like I'm pregnant. Well, I had to lock my car and stuff like that, which I don't do. <laughs> so if you want to get in my car, feel free. It's just have yourself a sleep. Yeah, have a nap. <laughs> have a nap. Might you, get a ride somewhere. Who knows? Might get a ride somewhere. It might be fun. YouTuber turned lawmaker ordered to apologize for not attending diet. So basically, this guy, he they, they made this. You know how in Europe they had like the the what was it the Pirate Bay, yeah, yeah. party, yeah, the political party. Um, in Japan, they have the NHK party, which is like they, their thing is they don't want to pay the and NHK is the 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 BBC of of Japan, mm-hmm. and they they require you to pay every month to you for if you have a TV, regardless if you want to or not. It's like yeah. forced payments. Mm-hmm. This has pissed off people so much they made a small little political party called the NHK party, and their whole thing is to get enough votes to stop NHK's ability to do that. Ridiculous. And so this Why? famous YouTuber who lives in I think the you. A, somewhere in the Middle East. Isn't it the Philippines or something? Uh, can you look for that, Josh, while I read the story? So he lives somewhere, not in Japan. He got elected. He got elected to the House of Counselors, uh, and he uh, is a single-issue party, so blah, blah, blah. He has been living in the United Arab Emirates, there he goes, the UAE, since before the upper house election in 2022, uh, in which he won his seat. He claims that he may be arrested if he returns to Japan over allegations of fraud, so he's not coming back to Japan. Mm. So he's serving on the, the diet, but he's not actually here, and he doesn't attend any meetings, and he's apologized. That's him. And he's just like, sorry, guys. That's great. And he's ah. getting paid for this. Yeah, he's getting paid for this. How, can, how does this work? Like, how how are there not, like, rules and stipulations that would prevent this from happening? So he was so against paying the NHK fee that he did all this, and now he's getting paid for doing nothing. It's amazing. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> go, uh, go to your stories, my friend. Okay, we've got something that's uh, news, news-like. Uh, so Japan vows News-like. To, well, it's real news, this yeah. one. Keep supporting Ukraine one year on from Russian invasion. I was watching it on the news yesterday. So what is Japan doing for Ukraine? Let's have a look. <laughs> uh, maintaining to... uh, sanctions against Russia yeah. and working with the international community, including the G7, apparently. Well, what they're doing is they're giving cash benefits. And they're also, I mean, it doesn't say this in the article, but they're also providing uh, logis- logistics support. Yeah, you yeah. know, because like, hello, they they ho- they host American bases. Americans are giving the the Ukraine's weapons, sure. Ukrainians weapons. So I mean, they're well, doing five point five billion dollars in financial assistance here as well. You know, your country just paid off its loan to America like a couple of years ago for World War Two. Yay! <laughs> Did we? Yeah, it just it just it was like twenty seventeen or something like that. Like you guys finally paid it off. Good. Thanks for helping out. <laughs> well, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. It was actually the Russians really that won that war. I mean, no one talks about it. Yeah, I know, because the Germans all froze to death trying to attack them. Yeah, so. don't don't ever go after the Russians. It's never a winning strat. Can you, um, I mean, on their turf. You know, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. them out of your country if they come in, for yeah, sure. The, the crap at invading Just, anyway, just don't, so. go, don't go past the border. Leave them there, you know. 
Right, so I've got uh, Japan Airlines serves a banana as a vegan meal, which to me, I just I think that's fair enough. I, don't... <laughs> I was I was on a plane after nine eleven, and like everybody was really tense because like it was right after nine eleven, it was on a plane, mm. and one of the the the, the CAs comes on the uh, announcement to try to like get everybody to just kind of smile, and she says, "I've been told that I say this word funny because she's British." Mm. And she says banana, and everybody just started laughing. <laughs> Banana. That's right. So every time I hear a, a British person say banana, I I just take it takes me back to like I don't know December 9/11. after a nine eleven, <laughs> two thousand and one. Oh my god. Uh, so a business class, a oh, business class as well. <laughs> Passenger flying JAL uh, or Japan Airlines has recounted their surprise after being served a vegan breakfast consisting of a single banana and nothing else. Single banana. Banana. Uh, it was even served with cutlery and a pair of chopsticks. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, business class, you should probably get some in better. If you're in peasant class, I suppose. It's peasant class. <laughs> so I, I researched this a little bit. Okay, so this, this was a salacious story, so I couldn't believe it. So I, I looked it up. And what it was, guys, is that this flight wasn't didn't have a breakfast. It had a lunch, but it didn't have a breakfast. Yeah. And so was it Jal? Jal has a thing where you can request... Uh, snacks yeah, yeah. anytime mm-hmm. especially if you're in business class but the snacks that they have aren't vegan yeah the 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 meals that they have are vegan if you request it in advance but the snacks that they have are like ramen and stuff like that that all have dashi in them yeah, yeah, yeah so they're not vegan and so the probably trying to do their best staff mm. said oh the only thing that we have is a banana Right. Not a banana, but a banana. A banana. And didn't know what to do. So they tried to do like that old multinational service. And they, so they gave them like cutlery. Cutlery just, with a banana. It was just like, we don't know what to do. But come on. It's, you can't. It's kind of cute, I suppose. You can't blame the airline. I mean, I fly Anna anyway, so I have no idea what goes in in jail. It's like the dark side of the airport, right? You go to Hanada and then there's the other side that you don't know about that's not your preferred airline. Yeah. that's Because I always do Skymark or ANA. I never do jail. So I went into jail side recently because I had to fly to some obscure place that Anna doesn't go to and it was like the mirror dimension I mean, <laughs> mirror when, I, dimension. when I got to Anna it was like shops I didn't recognize and like a layout that was foreign to me it was so weird uh, Haneda is the best airport in Japan I love that airport oh, I've spent it's, so much time there it's such a great airport it's no. so well designed it's so convenient it's not Narita that's basically my best part is it's not Narita but sometimes I go from Anna all the way over to Jal just to get something at one of the shops over there because they've got different selections. Uh, they they do have good shops in in in, uh, in Haneda. Anyway, here we go. Last story. New Pikachu character coming to Pokemon Enemy Series after Ash's retirement. So this is... They, they tried their best with this, guys. They were like, okay, so Ash is gone, so we need someone to like, you know... It's like when Star Trek, the next generation, like gave Worf to DS9. Did that happen? Yeah, they're like take O'Brien, the guy that no one remembers from the from TNG and Worf to DS9, and so like the fans went over there. Right, I it's see. like when Barkley, Berkeley, Barkley, Barkley was like in a Voyager episode. It's like put the TNG cast over in the other not as popular right, shows. Spinoff, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so they were like, they got these new characters. I forgot their name because they're super forgettable. Liko and Roy, my father's name, Roy. <laughs> But anyway, they look weird as shit. We've shown them on the show before, but like, uh, anyway, so they're getting a new friend, and it's uh, it's it's Pikachu, but not normal Pikachu. What kind of Pikachu? It's Captain Pikachu. Captain Pikachu. So that's the new characters, right? 
And then they have they have is he like an old guy who's got a good face? See, there he is. There he is, Captain Pikachu. And so it's just Pikachu with a hat on. I really don't have any information about this because it hasn't debuted yet. But like Captain Pikachu literally just looks like Pikachu with a fucking captain's hat on. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! Can't uh, they just stop Pokemon now? I'm sick of it. No, it's a cash cow. Oh yeah. You know what? I really want them to stop Picard. That new series on Amazon or wherever it is. Oh, I've not watched oh it. god, it's horrible. It's like don't destroy my favorite characters from my childhood, and they're just like <laughs> shitting all over it. Unbelievable. Anyway, so Captain Pikachu, that's a thing. Josh, do you do you like Pokemon? What do you think about Captain Pikachu? I don't like Pokemon anymore. What does that mean? Are you trying to be all like adult now? Being or coy now. No, like I I don't do anything Pokemon. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why you think I like Pokemon. I don't have this image that you fucking you're a Pokemon kid. I don't know. I was. I, I was can't kid. imagine catching all the animals. Whatever it is, the, it's the it's the thirtieth anniversary or the twenty fifth anniversary or something like that of Pokemon. It came out in like I think twenty five years ago. Is it that old? Yeah, probably because I was in elementary school when it came out. You know, you have typey fingers. You could look this up faster than me. I'll look it up. Pokemon age uh, twenty seven years. Wow. <clears throat> so twenty seven years ago, and it's like I think it's this month or something like that. It's it, not Nintendo. It's Pokemon Company or something, isn't it? They made a different company for it. Yeah, but it was originally t Nintendo, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Huh. Yeah, it's... Man, if you ever had a good idea, it was fucking Pokemon Japan. Jesus Christ. It's all over the place. It's still going. Yeah. Anyway, you need to go be a Jigenyu guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm terribly hungover now, so you I'm just ha you haven't You haven't said anything salacious today. We don't have like a... Like a, like a <sighs> I can't do it all the time. I need I some kind of. I can't be the heavy lifter all the time. I need to have some kind of, uh, you know, less adult mind. Well, well, <laughs> let's. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something that I could say, but you don't, nothing. You don't. You don't. Nothing need to, is coming. You don't so. need to. You know, I made a supercut last year of Natsuki's genius comments. Right. Okay. And that was. Everybody's like, don't make fun of... I'm like, I'm not making fun of Natsuki. I love Natsuki, but I was also making fun what of What did her. she send me this morning? Something that was... She oh, said, no. she said you, were, you were on TV. So yeah. she, sent a, she sent a photo of her television, of you on her television. That's right, yeah. And then she sent a photo of this other woman who isn't... Let's say that her, star, her star rating is questionable. Dubious. What in, Dubious. in what category? Visuals. Visuals. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. And she goes, Is this your wife? I know. <laughs> like I think she's got fucking cataracts or something. Cataracts. I don't know what's going on. Uh she's and, she, and she's like, Oh wait, this isn't your wife. My bad. It's like what is wrong with you not I just worry about that woman sometimes. <laughs> I worry about her her kids because like she's a mom, man. She's got kids. I know, but you know when she's business, when she's talking work, she's fucking good. Is she? Yeah. I can't imagine. It, yeah, it's like <clears throat> like if this different person comes out. Right. Mirror Universe Natsuki comes out. Mirror Universe Natsuki. She just does all the business and then goes back to regular old Natsuki that we know and love. She mailed me out of the blue like two days ago. She's like, I can't do small talk this week. I was like, I didn't ask you to do small talk this week. <laughs> I was like, why are you preemptively telling me that? Because I want to do it next week. And she's like, okay, I'll do it next week. I was like, okay, cool. Like, anyway, that's been our show today, guys. Okay. Uh, if you need links to any of the articles, they're in the video description. If you want to be a patron, check us out on the link below. Uh, and yeah, that's been our show. Oh, comment if you live in Japan. Because a lot of our people... Oh, you met... You met fans of us in Tokyo. 
well, fan. Fan, yeah. And she's like, hey, I love the show. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's happened to me more than once in Tokyo, which is surprising. Shout out to that person that I wanted. I don't want to single her out. Her, yeah. her, I don't want to sing her, single her out, but yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy coincidence. Yeah, anyway. So all right. If you ever see me bundering around Tokyo, just uh, say hello. Yeah, just say, hey, I saw you on that show. And I'll go, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's been our show today, guys. Uh, yeah, if you uh, leave us a comment, engage with us, subscribe. Uh, it really helps us out. And uh, thanks for watching. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I'm being an adult. What can I say?